action sequence start. Six, five, four, three, two, one, zero. This is Ignition. Welcome to Ignition, a radio show and podcast for the new evangelization. I'm your host, Dr. Chris Bergwald. And I'm Father Andrew Dickinson. And we want to launch your own efforts to explain the Catholic faith and to invite others to live it. Before we get into today's topic, we want to remind you that we love listener feedback. So if you've got questions about today's episode, or if you've got ideas for future episodes, things you would like us to discuss, please contact us. You can do that with email, ignition at sfcatholic.org. You can also tweet at us if you're on Twitter. Uh, using the hash, using the Twitter handle at SFDiocese, S is in Sue, F is in Falls, D I O C E S E, and use the hashtag Ignition. Father, you're, you you tweet on a regular basis. I do. I'm a twit. Uh, I'm a twit that tweets. What are the What's the latest and greatest in social networking? Media platforms? Yeah. yeah. Is Twitter still the thing? No. I mean, probably Instagram and Snapchat are like the really big things. You, um, and you would know that because... I work with college students. Because your job is what? Who, who are you? What do you, I'm what do you a do? Uh, son of the Eternal Father uh, who's been conformed to the image of Jesus Christ in baptism and confirmation, furthermore, in the sacrament of holy orders to his ministerial priesthood, thus piercing his sacred heart with the lance at the sacred altars so that uh, blood and water, grace and mercy might flow out upon the uh, faithful who seek it. Is that what you're asking? Sure. Uh, I can't choose your friends. Uh, so the uh, uh, I'm the director of the Pope Pius XII Newman Center, a Catholic outreach to South Dakota State University. Go big, go blue, go jacks. Yep. As well as the pastor of St. Paul's Parish in White, South Dakota, and a priest of the diocese now for in my 11th year. 11 years. 11 D. 11 D. 11 D first Anyway. Now, does it 11 first really 110? Because, like, you have 80, 90, 70, <clears throat> like, 11 I thought 11 was 111. Right. Or 110. I don't know. Like, 70, 80. I know. Because 70 isn't 77. So, 11 This is totally a tangent, listeners. 11, but I know, but 11 yeah. You think 11D is another way of saying 100? It's 110. Yeah, 110. I thought you said like 111th. Oh, I did. Yeah, you're right. Okay. <gasps> Interesting. Yeah. Good point. Okay. 110th birthday. Yep. This is... Uh, <laughs> and who are you? Uh, Chris Bergwald, Director of Adult Discipleship and Evangelization at the Diocese Falls is what I do. Um, I am not everything, but much of what... Father Dickinson already said, except for the conformed to Jesus' ministerial priesthood. Not true for me. Nope. Um, married for 17 and a half years, and Jermaine and I have five kids, um, and Jermaine is in the midst of reading The Hobbit to uh, our twins, who just turned 11 deep. Rec- recently. How about that? 11 deep. Um, so the whole 11 first thing, uh, dear listeners is if you're not familiar with the work of J.R.R. Tolkien, um, the, he's the author, the author of Lord of the Rings and the Hobbit and 11 first is a term that comes up in those books, but that's not what we're talking about. Ignition. No. And that's not what those books are about either. No, <laughs> that's very not. ancillary. 
to the actual story of the book. It's Father's uh, Word of the Day Ancillary. It's been several days now. Uh, word of the Month, apparently. We'll see. Ancillary, of- providing necessary support to the primary activities or operation of an organization, institution, or system. Somewhat, somewhat, not strictly synonymous, synonymous to, with uh, superfluous, but, but close. No, it's not superfluous. Okay. It's, it's important. So it's necessary support. It is. So I wasn't thinking it wasn't necessary. I was thinking it was more like tangential mm. when I was using it. So I will have to amend Your my usage. employment of this word. Yes, you will. Okay. So what are we talking about today if we're not talking about J.R. Tolkien and his works? Or I'm really confused right now and I don't actually know. Okay. <laughs> I do know. Yes, you do. Um, We're talking about people. We're going to talk about people. We're going to talk about people right in front of their face. Right. Yes. Well, at least the two of us. People. People, man. And uh, the connections that they make with other people. (laughs) If you've never listened to Ignition before, we're sorry. (laughs) No, um, I don't know if you're trying to like give me a hint there on something. No, and I'm just not picking it up. No, or what I wasn't. What you're feeling around for? On I'm that. feeling around for some sort of segue into the topic, and I'm not finding one. Okay, so just go. So we are going to talk about the distinction. Uh, Father brought an article to my attention recently. Um, uh, actually, you may have posed the the topic in this way, but the distinction between community, our, our, our communities, or the communities to which we belong, and our networks. Or the mm-hmm. networks, mm-hmm. and the importance of the distinction, or what the distinction is, and its importance, um, and how it's relevant to the church. And I love the title of this article um, that gets exactly at this point: the difference between um, uh, community and network. Yes. What is the title of the article? Go to church, meet annoying people. Yes. <laughs> By uh, the Catholic author David Mills. Go to church, meet annoying people. How do you like that? How do you like them apples? Yeah. So yeah, it's pretty true for my experience. So, says the pro- you're supposed to love everybody who comes to mass, Father. You're the I priest. do love them. That doesn't mean that they don't annoy me. And that exactly right there is exactly the point that we are we are going to get into um, in today's episode. So, just to begin with, the reality, the difference between uh, community and network, it's that there are different types of social connections that we have. Uh, the, the human being is a social animal. What? What? We exist. Uh, to be in relationship with others, right? Ultimately, with God Himself, correct. But He created Who is Himself a, a community of, of persons. Um, but w- also with other human mm. beings, we're created to be in relationship with one another. Mm. Um, I just had a crazy idea for the end. Maybe once we get going in this podcast, okay? Can I type it down and you promise yeah. not to look at it lower I, down? Oh, dang it! Yes. Okay. Go okay. ahead. Okay. I, I won't. Okay. I, or I promise. I Put it at, at the very end. Okay. Okay. So um, the reality, we're, we're social beings, but we have different knip- different knipes, different <laughs> types of, different kinds of, of relationships, of connections. So um, I am a spouse, I'm a husband, I'm a father, I'm a son, I'm a sibling, I'm a neighbor, I'm a coworker, a uh, colleague, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. We have all these different kinds of connections. Um, and David Mills, in his author, Go to Church, Meet an- meet Annoying People, gets at the distinction between a community and a network. <clears throat> so, Father, w- if you boil this down, what's the difference between the two? So he says a community is something that you belong to, so you don't have ownership over it. And a network is something that belongs to you. 
You belong to a community. A network belongs to you. Okay, so give me examples apart from what we're going to be getting into in, in the podcast here. Give, can you give me uh, other examples of communities and networks? And if, if just to give an example from here, if you want to. Okay. Well, uh, well, I mean, it's, uh, the Catholic Church is a community. Okay. You can't control who is in your Catholic Church, who is in the Catholic Church. Right? Dang you it! Can't, you can't uninvite. Uh, like if there's a politician who doesn't, you don't feel like they agree with you. They're not living in the Catholic church the way you want them to live the Catholic church, whatever way it might be that you want them to live the Catholic church. You can't make them not be Catholic. Okay. Right. And so it's, you belong to the Catholic church and it's a community and there's just, you're limited in that regard. Okay. Yeah. So I don't, so community, um, I belong to it. Therefore I don't, I don't control it. If anything, if I really belong to it, it controls me. me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Whereas a network then is like the Catholic community page on Facebook. (laughs) I mean, maybe there's, I don't know if there is, but maybe there's this big generic, like amorphous Catholic community living group on Facebook. And that's, and you're part of it. And then uh, someone makes you angry with what they say. And so you unjoin the group. Okay. So, or like just to face, take Facebook in general, um, I friend somebody, they friend me or whatever. And if they, they are my, my social media network mm-hmm. at least, but if I don't like what they have to say, I can choose to unfriend or unfollow them. Yep. Or mute them or in whatever some way, it is. Yeah, way yeah. Like control what you're exposed to. With right. Them. Control what I'm exposed to. Whereas, so, so with a community, I belong to it and therefore to some degree it controls me, but with a network, to some degree, I do control it. It belongs to me. Right. Okay. Okay. So that's the fundamental difference then between community and network. And that's what we want to explore and talk about how that affects you in the way you live your life. Because you, as a social being, are part of both communities and networks. networks. Right. And if we're not aware of the difference between, and that there is a difference between these two and how the different uh, social realities work in that way, we might have confusion, we might have uh, frustration and other uncertainties, and we might be missing out on opportunities in each of them uh, to grow in our Christian life. Okay. Great. Sound good? Yep. Awesome. So let's unpack a little bit more uh, the difference between the two of them as we are just doing. Well, community begins with a C. Excellent. And it ends with a Y. Is it a capital C or a lowercase C? Depends on whether it's at the beginning of a sentence or whether you're talking about it in a proper way. Noun sort of way. But we're not, are we? No. Okay. And then network begins with an N. I actually did an entire speech like this in middle in high school. Really? Yeah. We did like extemporaneous speeches on like some topic and like I think the topic I got drawn was dirt. Dirt begins with a D. And ends with a T. And there's an I and R in the middle. And I did that like just like, okay, I gotta buy some time. We're, that's, we're here today talking about some important things. Things are important. There are many things that are important, but we're going to just focus on a few of those things, things. that are important for us Now, there are some today. things that are important that we will not talk about today, and that doesn't mean that they are any less important because we did not talk about those things today, but we're going to talk about some important things today. That are important to us today. Exactly. Yes. Community versus network. What's, what's, what's... No, no, no. That was some great. That was some great time wasting. Jeez, no kidding. Uh, 
Do we have anything else to say in terms of the difference between community and network than the spelling of these respective words? Well, in a lot of ways, like you're part of a community, whether you like it or not. Okay. Or you can't, again, back to that, you can't control its composition. So your family is a community, the family that you're born into. Now your spouse, you marry. I mean, now we can, at a certain point, we can kind of drive this a little too far, uh, this distinction. Um, you know, I mean, because hopefully, I mean, you have, you'd say that you have a communion and community with your spouse, but you right. did choose them. Right. right. Now you can't unchoose your spouse, despite what some people might say. Um, but, uh, yeah, so the family that you're born into is probably the more proper sense of it. Or the family that's born to you. Um, yeah, that too. You can do a lot to try to control, to choose your children, but in the end, they are who they are. Yeah, Dr. Yeah. Bergwald speaking from yes. experience. Uh, amen. And I, with my parish, you know, uh, I could choose to say yes or no to Bishop to a parish assignment, uh, but at the end of the day, I can't choose who's a member of my parish. I have to serve them, love them all equally. Okay. Yep. So as as opposed to network, as we said earlier, um, uh, you, you have much more control over the, your network than you do over your community. In some ways, you can tr you, you you choose the networks that you well you do you choose the networks that you belong to, mm -hmm. uh, and therefore you can change them far more uh, willy nilly if you want to than than you can your community. So examples of networks: friends, bowling team, <laughs> softball team, social media. Yeah, as we were talking about earlier, like your Facebook friends or whatever, right. you can friend, unfriend, et cetera. Now, I think like the author of the article, and kind of back to the point of this, okay, why are we even talking about this? And is this the way they're supposed to look at your entire worldview and change the way you engage with this or that thing? No. Um, but the author we were reading uh, raises up in context to uh, some of the trials in America today of getting along with people who are of a different political <clears throat> viewpoint of us. Absolutely. And, uh, and the temptation we have today to isolate and cut off uh, people with whom we disagree and say things like, you're not a real American or this or that uh, because you disagree with me. And he's saying, no, we're all, you know, all people born in this country are American citizens and those who become citizens. And we're American. We're all American, whether or not we agree with each other. And so we have to learn how to relate to one of them. We can't treat our national relationships as network relationships. The problem though is that we have far more power uh, and greater ability to, um, to live our lives within a network mm -hmm. than we ever used to before. So a lot of uh, social commentators for a couple of decades now have been talking about mm -hmm. our ability. So mobility, literally mobility Correct. to move around. Which is one of the key parts of postmodernity. Right. Right. Are really nerdy? So where uh, neighborhoods tend to self-segregate, we, we, we choose it. Well, I'm going to, I'm going to live in this neighborhood, buy a house in this neighborhood because it fits more within my personality. And going my, back to the suburban movement uh, in the sixties or seventies. Really going back to the fifties. Yeah. 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 Yep. Um, so we're going to choose where I'm going to live and then mobility. Uh, so in other ways as well, social mobility, I'm going to choose. And it goes back to the car. It, it, in many ways it does. Yeah. 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 Um, I keep going. Sorry. But I'm going to choose the friends that I have um, based on my politics or my religion or whatever, my preferences that way, um, where I work, who I work with, that sort of thing. Right. Where, so, so it used to be that there were far more limitations placed, and now I have far more power than it used to be. And because of that fact that I have this power that I used to not have, even if I never remembered not having that power, like I never remember not having that power. Right. But 
because I have this power, it's hard for me to accept those situations where I don't. Right, right. And that's where basically uh, angst, anger, frustration, writing, right. right, things like that. And so that's what we want to be attentive to and to like see this difference that way here on Ignition. Which is a broadcast for the new evangelization. Uh, Father Dickinson and I are your hosts, and we are talking today about the imprint, the the difference between communities and networks, and the importance of them both. And and yes, this is what does this have to do with the church? We're going to be getting to that in just a moment. Exactly. But if you have questions on this topic or on other topics, or this sparks an idea in your head, hmm, uh, email us ignition at sfcatholic.org. You can also tweet at us using the Twitter handle at SFDiocese using the hashtag Ignition. And you don't even have to follow us on Twitter to be able to do that. Yeah, exactly. We don't have to be part of your network. You nope. can just tweet at us anyways. So the difference between community and network. Uh, we want to look at the sort of the benefits of, of both of them, but also the 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 cons, if you will, uh, that, that come with both of them. So let's start with Con! The- <laughs> Uh, don't know. It, it, never mind. Star Trek. Yeah, I know. Okay, okay. I know. Sorry. Um, so the, let's start with the gains, the positives that yeah. come with both community and with network. Yep. So what what are, what are the positive? What are the gains that come with belonging to a, a community. community? Well, I put down number one: passive purification. What does that mean? Passive purifications are penances you don't ask for. <laughs> <Amen. laughs> so a, a passive purification, dear listeners, is. You can have an act of purification, so Lent is maybe near, and I'm going to give up uh, eating peanuts all through Lent, okay? And that's my penance I'm going to do. I choose to do that. Well, that's great. That's wonderful. But a passive purification, that's an act of purification. A passive purification is when uh, Dr. Burkwald makes you eat a chocolate chunk cookie from Jimmy John's and you didn't want to, uh, but you eat it anyways and you offer up your suffering without complaint, especially without complaint on an episode of Ignition, uh, for the uh, uh, salvation of souls and your own purification. You're welcome. You're welcome. Yeah. So a passive purification. So a purification, a penance, if you will, that's happening to you that you accept and embrace as such. Yeah, but while you didn't choose it, you accept it. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So a community provides multiple opportunities for passive purification. Amen. Anyone in family life knows that. Yep. Yeah. Right? And it's really hard to accept passive purifications from your brother when you're a teenager. And he embarrasses you in front of all your friends. Yep. Right. Uh, or when you're in middle school and he abandons you when you're uh, working at a strawberry orchard. <laughs> Hurt me deep, man. Hurt me real deep. Brothers didn't have one. Really? Nope. No. Oh, okay. I love my brother. Now. <laughs> and then, I'm uh, sure you always loved him, but you haven't always liked eh, him. I don't know if I always uh, loved him. <laughs> okay. Number two. Uh, providential guidance. Okay. Now, by providential guidance, I just mean uh, in the technical word of providence, of God's action in our daily living in life that maybe is unlooked for, but is good and necessary uh, from Him. So, so we should do an episode on providence We sometime. totally should. Especially with the, <clears throat> have you ever heard the phrase, I, I shudder at the phrase, God coincidence? Oh. Or God incidences? I haven't heard of God incidences, but God, God coincidence. Yeah, I just don't. I mean, I, a lot of people use it, but what the, the word they're really looking for, and there's a, there's a word for it. There's an app for that already. You don't need to invent it. You no. don't need to design it. It's called providence. providence. So everything that happens happens with God's foresight and foreknowledge, mm-hmm. 
and at least his passive will. Yep. He allows he permits it, it. He permits it to happen if if he doesn't actively will it. Yep. So there are all sorts of things that everything all sorts of things. Everything that happens in every moment of my life, God is allowing that for some reason. Mm-hmm. And so by belonging to a community where things happen to me, mm-hmm. um, I am invited to look and see what is God's will for me in this moment, this instance, this circumstance. What I what might I gain from that in that way? Right. So my parish might be really focusing on a school and maybe I don't want to focus on a school, but is there something for me to be looking for and receiving from our Lord with regard to that topic? Right. Right. Yeah. Okay. And then number three uh, would be lessons on love and patience. <laughs> Again, this is, you don't choose your community. It chooses you in a sense. Right. So you belong to it and it gives you opportunities to grow in love and patience. Right. So you get really great feelings. <laughs> What? Is that what love? Love's all about me. I just, no. man, I just, I was overcome with love for you. No. No? No. No? We're, we are recording this on Valentine's Day, we oh. should point out. By the way, I've got a new challenge to people. You want to hear my new challenge? Please. Find me where Jesus or the letters of the New Testament ever tell you how you should feel. Oh. That's a good challenge. It is a good challenge. Okay. So I'm not aware of any place where Jesus Neither. actually tells us how we should feel or St. Paul tells us how we should feel. I hear, I know where St. Paul tells us what it feels like when the Holy Spirit is present. Right. Uh, but that's not exclusive. So anyways, love is not a feeling. No. So belonging to a community provides opportunities for us to grow in what love really is. Right. To really learn about that choosing the good for another. Choosing the good for another. And patience, that willingness to suffer. Okay. Okay. I kind of want to speed up because I do want to get to my surprise thing. I haven't looked. Did yet. You, you can look down because I put it into white uh, text. <laughs> Sneaky. Yeah, I know. Okay. But, so the gain of belonging to a network. Uh, let's move through those, through those as you said more quickly. What are the What are the positives well, of belonging I mean, to a uh, network? There's support uh, from others who are trying to do the same thing. There's insight. Uh, you can leverage things. You can try to create some momentum in a public opinion in some way or another. Hey, let's all organize and tell so and so that we don't want to do this or that. Okay. Yep. Okay. Um, it's pretty straightforward there. Let's let's focus though a little bit more on the losses, if you will, that sure. come with both community and network. Yep. Um, so with community, um, or, and I, I think actually what I'm thinking on here, uh, let's go to that. The the first one is that an unhealthy community can have a dangerous impact on our emotional and spiritual lives. Okay. Right. Right. That. Uh, and the catechism talks about this, that uh, when it introduces the Our Father, it says that um, you know someone's experience of their earthly father may cause them to uh, have a hard time relating to God, the eternal father. Okay. And so that could be an unhealthy impact okay. uh, of our community experience. The other thing, I think this is actually an impact of network on community. Okay. That uh, it makes us think that we don't have to deal with things we don't like. Right. That because of networking, where we can just, well, I'm not longer going to follow this person on Twitter. I'm not going to be my friends with them on Facebook. I'm just going to cut them off. We start to think we can do that to family or church right. or things like that when we cannot and should not. Amen. Yep. Because yep. uh, it'd be a denial of the spiritual works of mercy. Okay. Yep. So continue with that with then. What are the negatives of network? Negatives of network are, uh, a network mentality is it can be an isolating effect. Uh, most popular word in the past three months has been... Bubbles. Bubbles. Bubbles, right? Um, but so and we have to be aware that that can happen. We can live in an isolated bubble based on our social networks. Right. Um, 
and then uh, the lack of ability to interact with those we don't agree with. Which is definitely becoming more and more of a problem. And that it is an ability. It's not a it's not a preternatural gift. It's not a talent that some people have and some people don't. This is an ability that you can develop and build and grow in. And the point of of David Mills' overall piece was that a Catholic parish hmm. is a community and not a network. Right, and it's a school of what it means to live in community and live with right. those that you don't agree with and whatever. Right. You ready for the unveiling? Please. Okay. Go ahead. So our Ooh. network's a mockery of community, which is a which flows from the image of the Holy Trinity. Hmm. So I would say in part no. Okay. Because there is good to be found in community or networks. Right. That's why it's a discussed. mockery, is that I mean every uh, well okay. Uh, okay, I mean I, mean, I this is this is just a, a yeah, I know. I know. But yeah, so it's, I mean, could could networks be considered a mockery of community? So community again, the whole idea of it coming from the Holy Trinity, which is itself is a communion of love, and we're called to strive to live in that community of love, which is not a community of good feelings, right? But it's a community of choosing the good of another, a communion in which we, I choose the good of others, even to the neglect of my own good, but trusting that they will choose my good uh, and take care of me in that regard. And so networks, which are self-serving, self-interested, yes. seem to be the opposite of that uh, in some cases, almost to the point where it's a mocking of a community made in the image of the Holy Trinity. Right, right. So, okay, it can be that, but it needn't be that. So no. friend, friendships, I do choose my friends, and there's nothing wrong with that. Right. Right? No. I mean, Although in a certain sense, like some of your friends, like ones, like there's this mystery of friendship. Right, right. Well, that there's something that exists, that there's some commonality, some kindredness uh, that calls me into friendship. But I still choose it in a way that I don't choose a community. Correct. Correct. So maybe. It's probably my... Yeah. It depends. But, you know, and, and it's funny because like the whole conversation about like, you know, the car really uh, yeah. allowing mobility and then our technology uh, being mobility in so many ways of being in places where we couldn't be otherwise um just really make things really makes me think about like the whole like modernity as in some ways um a it's certainly a change in human life and uh, whether it's a corruption in some ways of human life is well it? i definitely th so i would so i would agree that um the prevalence or the dominance of networks over community is uh problematic yeah at, at least and again going back to the point of our Catholic parishes, this is why both Father and I, you know, again, there's nothing, don't take this too far afield. You may be somebody who does this, but the, the, the benefit of seeking to live, uh, to go to the parish in whose boundaries you live. Right. Um, because We the, didn't touch that at all. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and we needn't get into in too much detail, but there might be something there for people to consider. Yeah. Um, I think that's going to wrap up this show. I feel like that definitely wraps it up. Okay. So, uh, again, this is Ignition. Um, if you can email us with any questions you might have, you can tweet at us with any ideas you have for future episodes, or you can do the opposite and email those and ask us questions by Twitter if you want. Excellent. Email address is ignition at sfcatholic.org. Twitter at sfdiocese. Use the hashtag ignition. I guess with any questions about today's episode or ideas for future episodes. Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Thanks for listening. You can find archives of this and past episodes online at sfcatholic.org. Click on media and then audio files. You can also subscribe to the Ignition podcast in the iTunes store. 
Remember to tune in every Thursday afternoon at 2 p.m. on Lamb Catholic Radio at 91.3 FM in Hartford and 104.3 LPFM Juan Diego Catholic Radio in Sioux Falls and on 88.9 FM in Ipswich and Aberdeen or online at lambradio.com.